Hello, hello. What is up, people? Welcome to This Week in CLG. We've got another episode, and we've got two lovely guests. Got Coach Flashy and longtime member Goose right here. Um, I'm pretty sure you need no introduction, but if you two want to introduce yourselves real quick, let these people know what's good. Uh, yeah. Victor, you want to start? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Victor, the coach of the Siagiret team. I live in Budapest, Hungary, so I'm kind of far from the girls, unfortunately, but I'm doing my best from home to make it work. All right. Hello, guys. You might have already heard of me. I'm Goose Breeder. I'm one of the riflers on CLG Red. And uh, in case you didn't know, I'm Canadian but living in Texas, and I'm 25 years old. Right on, right on. Yeah, so what's cool about all this, and the reason why we had these two lovely guests on today is because uh, the first LAN after quarantine is happening in less than a week, actually. Uh, Goose and I, as well as the other CS girls, will be flying out to Denver on the 20 on the 20th. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be a two-day LAN part of the Fragadelphia tournament series and everything's going to be all good. We'll get into that, but this is this week in CLG and I would like to recap what happened in the past week. Got some cool stuff um, as well as, uh, you know, what's coming up in, in the next week. Um, but yeah, so some things to look forward to for uh, things that are on the horizon, actually really quick. I want to mention that there's going to be a Samsung open uh, a Howling Abyss Samsung Open. We run a few of these before. I'm part of the TO staff. That'll be happening actually on the 27th, Michael. <laughs> like crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of our teams currently are in... It's on the 28th, sorry. A lot of our teams currently are in the off-season. Luckily, the Counter-Strike season is actually coming up, so we'll be able to talk about that. But um, over the weekend, uh, Fortnite was able to compete. I'm not entirely sure about the results for all that, but there was competition for all that good stuff. Void ended up make it, making it in to Smash Summit, the third Ultimate Pog. Summit, I believe. Yeah, which is awesome. It was a great birthday gift because uh, he just had a birthday, I want to say two days ago, three days ago. So just in time and he could have a relaxing relaxing birthday and not worry about summit voting and all that stuff happy birthday mr void yeah happy big happy birthday uh we've also got like birthdays coming up my my team's partner or i guess it kind of hurts me to say ex-team's partner but uh yeah my my team's partner i'm actually wearing the pew fat shirt today in honor of him uh that's coming up i believe on saturday when I'll be at the land. So I won't be able to celebrate with him in person, but it's all good. Uh, so yeah, would love to get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, which is talking about Counter-Strike, um, talking about the upcoming season and the upcoming LAN. And I would just love to start off with a question actually for Victor. And this question, uh, to preface it, Victor already touched on that he lives in Budapest, I believe. Um, and so he's very remote and not able to go to the land with the girls. And 
I was just wondering, you know, what kind of steps do you need to take for preparing for something like this? I know that you won't be able to attend in person. We actually tried to get him out here, but, you know, there's visa issues, especially under COVID, yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah, what, what is, like, the steps for preparation that you get for these girls? Yeah, the first thing uh, we need to learn together is to how to prepare for a, for an official game properly, right? So what I'm doing since I'm here is that uh, I'm helping the girls to find out uh, the best way possible to prepare and be ready for a game, uh, which they can do now even without me. And uh, thanks to me, like uh, being up all night either way because of the schedule i can like follow the games online and i can still have them prepare because i can while they are playing i can still like take a look for the other team and i can possibly watch even demos so i think it 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 won't be that bad to prepare and i think i can have them from the outside very good too we can maybe facetime a lot after the games and between games to have them prepare the gameplay but yeah i think i think the most of the work will be done before the event cool Cool. And to my knowledge, uh, the team's also been working with our performance coach, Eula, correct? Yes. Nice. She's a huge part of the team. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, she she's actually having me go pick up, I believe it was blueberries, minimum 82% dark chocolate, uh, and maybe some other stuff. Performance uh, enhancement foods. Indeed. Indeed. It's all about getting that 1% eking out that extra 1%. When I was True. competing a lot, I always needed to like have gum and tea next to me throughout the entire day. So uh, looking forward to seeing how the girls prepare and all that stuff as well. Um, on that note, in the same token, Goose, like, do you have a kind of like game day ritual? I, I think it's been like, I don't know, like two years since the last LAN, right? Yeah, I actually uh, was going to say like, um, I know when I was like, really uh feeling it on lands and stuff i actually uh for a long time made it a point to like have uh either like um snacks like pretty much like ulo was saying like specific nuts uh berries like i would just have like dried up berries and stuff and i'd get them in those little like pre-made packets or i would just like make them myself but i usually try to find the pre-made ones because sometimes like it doesn't it gets like kind of stale in ziploc bags and stuff so uh yeah i would just bring those with me i'd have just a bunch of extra in case i wanted them in case somebody else wanted them and i would honestly just snack in between games but they're like very small snacks so they just like kind of pull me over uh and stuff like that but i i obviously like anytime i play matches and like uh lands and stuff i always have some sort of caffeine just to give me like a little boost that day um so that's kind of like the outside of game thing but of course like uh when it comes to like the most important thing which is just like your preparation and uh usually i like to be like well prepared like ahead of time so that like when game day when like when it comes to shove that i'm like already good i'm already ready i already kind of know like uh i'm just comfortable basically like in my role or what i'm up against and there's no like doubts for me and that's like really good on the mental as well as obviously like performance uh, besides that, I like to, uh, besides prepping, like through demos or through practice, whatever, I like to just do warm ups, which is typically like some sort of, uh, I warm up with like aim labs right now. Nice. Um, I'll do like grid shot. If you follow me on Twitter, I actually have a pinned tweet, which is like my latest highest score on, on grid shot, which is, which is pretty awesome. Um, so I do that to warm up and it's also nice because I can kind of see my improvement over time, like a, a lot, like a, 
probably like half a year ago or something, I was at like 70K on grid shot and now I'm at like 100K. So it's nice seeing like the big, like the improvement over time. It also helped with like other aspects of my aim that I didn't really practice in CS. Then I get to CS and I pretty much just do like deathmatch. Sometimes I do other stuff, but it's typically just deathmatch. I just run around and kill people, practice my sprays and stuff. Cool. Uh, make sure my counter strafe is good. And like that's pretty much it. We just hop into prac after that or matches. What's like the ideal preparation time? Like starting with the aim lab, ending with the DM, like how long do you typically like to prepare for? Yeah. Um, so if I'm like really making sure that I'm on top of my game, I allow myself like uh, before we start practice, I typically allot myself like a two hour time slot and that's uh, one hour for like preparation and one hour to give me space to do like deathmatch, aim train. I don't typically do like exactly one hour of each. Like sometimes I'll go more into demo. Sometimes I'll go more into aim. Uh, but I like to at least have around two hours or less just to at least give myself time to feel prepared. And when prac comes, I don't feel like I, I'm still crusty or I still like want to work on things. Uh, and then if I have free time, I just get off, go get a snack, stuff like that. Nice, nice. Yeah, I when I was competing, I always had the the issue of like warming up for too long or too little. It, it was always tough for me to find that sweet spot. So it's yeah. good that it's you hard like to know find, yourself. Actually. You too, Victor, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's it's hard to find. It's hard to find like oh. the like the golden middle where like it's not too much, not too little, and you hit the hit the right spot exactly. Yeah, so something that Coach Bobby, my my old coach, he would always do is uh he would always do like physical exercises as well, just like to activate the body. And it wouldn't be anything crazy. Like I'm not like going and running a mile or anything, but maybe just like between. So like, as you were saying, like you do the aim lab and you do the DM between that, maybe like do a bunch of jumping jacks and before practice jumping jacks as well, refocus the breathing, all that kind of good stuff. So that's all yeah, real important. I used important. to do that actually. Yeah. But I do stretches. I, I do like, uh, I'll always stretch my hands. And then if I'm feeling like, really like doing more i'll do like uh i have like a whole stretch routine which kind of gets me like more it gets me like more alert sometimes if i'm nice. feeling sleepy i'll do like some stretches or like get off my chair and stuff is that like uh like yoga-esque uh yeah i, I like to do stretches because i also like sometimes get uh like really like frail body where like my neck's kind of like achy or whatever so um that's like a big distraction when i'm playing so i do that to like get rid of that um, For sure. and then also like again if i'm tired it, it helps like wake me up uh i used to actually do like squats lunges and stuff to get like a bit of the like uh heart going like wake up mm -hmm. a little bit i actually used to do that a lot when i was in tournaments but uh it's been a while so i haven't really done i don't really do that at home to be honest yeah like how to to go off of like not having been at a land for so long it's been so for four of the girls, it's been like two years or more, right? Since the last LAN. And, and for Yuli, she hasn't even been to a LAN before. Is, I think is she has correct? been a LAN, but she hasn't been to like big LANs like we've been to, like the bigger for LANs. For sure. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't know Yuli's competitive history, but was she like on a team or was she like pugging at these LANs? Uh, she's been on like... I think she's been on like a main team before. I think she was mainly playing like in a pug when she went to these lands. I'm not 100% mm -hmm. sure, but I'm pretty sure she just played with friends. Okay. But uh, she has been on teams previous to us, but uh, I'm not sure how long she spent on those teams or if they okay. were just like quick things. 
cool cool yeah so like as a veteran on the team like how how do you um how do you kind of ensure mentally that your teammates are not necessarily like ready but also maybe not getting too nervous or like over preparing and how do you make sure that like you kind of keep these things in check for getting that sweet spot for competing um honestly i'm at the point that i just like don't think too hard about it um right now i i uh i think that like being prepared is a really good thing because it gets rid of a lot of nerves there's a lot of less there's a lot less doubt in your head well what if i do this what if i do that like if i warm up okay there's no what ifs my aim's good i practice it right if it sucks, it sucks, but at least you did like what it what you're supposed to do to make sure your aim's good. Like everybody has off days, but if you're doing the right things, then you can get rid of a lot of the nerves behind like the what if I'm bad, what if I fuck up, what if I don't know the strat. And that ju that just is all in preparation and kind of like what Flashy said, he can get us ready for the tournament without even like being here because like a lot of it is preparation. It, a lot of it is, uh, of course, there's like little things and tricks when you get to the land. Of course, people get nervous. There's tricks for that. But I think prep is huge. And I think it's one of the biggest things that have like improved me in the last like year is being prepared, getting better, improving in a lot of aspects of my game. So that like when push comes to shove, I'm already like good to go. Um, and then after at that point, like when you're when you trust yourself to like have the right answers, it's just it's more excitement that you'll feel than it is like I'm scared, nervous type stuff. Nice. So I think the before the hand is like one of the bigger parts. And then like at LAN, I think. I don't know, I think just like um, leading by example is a good way Um getting like the attitude of everybody good right now we're in a good spot as a team where like people have like a good mindset they're like it seems like people are excited to get on people are doing things in their own time to better prepare themselves and i think that also shows through in practice and when people are playing to their their uh highest potential it's it's exciting it's an exciting environment and i think like keeping that up will be really helpful for us and then getting to the land is just I think it's just about like enjoying ourselves and like competing and just like living in that moment. And I think nice. that just enjoying ourselves. Yeah. is a good way to go about it. Yeah. Basically that's, that's what we play for like the offline events and competition there and passion we have. So I think that's, that's what we all care about the most. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Goose, you don't strike me as like a super nervous competitor or, or person. So uh, I could see why like getting all that game day prep beforehand knowing your game plan and all that stuff is going to play your strengths. So that's really good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Victor, what is like leading up to the LAN? Obviously, you don't know every single team. You can watch demos here and there, but maybe even then that's not going to teach you about like their strategies and whatnot. Um, so like as as you've gone through the past seasons and, you know, you guys have all developed your playbook, like what what do you feel like is best to take into the land? Like are you making any changes? Are you making any additions, taking things out, et cetera? Um since we don't have that much information about the opponents, uh I think the the best thing to do is to keep our game plan and just play our game because that's what we are best at, right? So that's what we practice every day. We play our game. Usually when we play streams, we don't really counter the opponent, we just play our game. That's what we like get ready for and we face different like counterplays for our strategies so that kind of teaches us how to like make small changes in our own game plan so that's what we're going to do at the land too nice and so 
Um, I'm not entirely sure because they haven't released the schedule, but uh, if it comes to the point where the girls are playing best of threes and whatnot, that is like relatively unfamiliar territory uh, in comparison to like the regular season, right? Because the regular season, mostly just best of ones, correct? Yeah. Yeah, best of three will be something new for us, at least in the in the latest period. But the most of the girls have so much experience that I think they can just uh, pass it to Yuli, and they won't have any issue with that. For sure. Yeah, I think I think they just have to keep their energy energy level high, and if they do that, then I don't think there will be any issue with that. Cool, cool. Yeah, so th I've never been to a Counter Strike LAN. My experience with Counter Strike has, uh, at least for LANs it's been like in the same room as me as i pass by but i've never actually like been a part of it so like how long are the days you know like how many matches do you think you could play in a day let's say if you win for all of day one like how many matches mm, it's hard to say without knowing like what the bracket and the schedules look like right but we have been uh we like we have experience with playing long days short days whatever at the end of the day, it's like we can't really control uh, like what's ahead of us. I think like when we do find out, we'll like create a game plan, how to keep our energy like throughout the day. Um, a lot of us are like experienced enough and know know ourselves enough to know like what kind of preparation or what kind like what we need to keep ourselves like good that day, like uh, sleeping good. Obviously, it's just like setting ourselves up for success and. At the end of the day, we can't really control if we have a long day or a short day. It's sometimes it's entirely like up to the tournament. Sometimes the tournament won't give us like uh like an IM Katowice or like a like a Zowie or whatever. Like they typically will give you like one or two like matches a day and then you're good. You go to the next day, so you're not like overloaded. But like a Copenhagen games will like slap you with as many as they want. Hey, you're playing in the morning, you're playing at midnight, and then you come back tomorrow and you're playing in the morning again. Literally, Copenhagen games, that happened to us. And we had to play the next day, like, really early, even though, like, even though we just played really late and we're, like, still kind of jet-lagged. And it didn't even matter. Like, we won that tournament, you know? So it's just, like, I think it's good to just, like, not really get in your head about how many games you have to play and just, like, when it comes to play them, just, like, so I can do it. For sure. Uh, yeah, so... So like kind of piggybacking off that same question, like when there's when there's tons of hours between matches, like how do you how do you kind of regulate that energy? Because this is kind of going off also what Victor was saying, uh, you know, if people's energy is high, then, you know, things will generally work itself out. But I'm just wondering, like, you know, if there's like a four hour gap, like how do you make sure that you're not, you know, riding high on the energy and burning yourself out the whole time? Yeah, you definitely have to wind down like you're not going to you can't be like this level of energy all the time. It's good to like conserve your energy when you need to. So like when the games come, you just like bring it, bring whatever you need to to win that game. Then you have time off like you go eat a good meal, like wind down. We can use that time to prepare uh, whatever. If someone's feeling really tired, like they can go take a nap. I'm not a nap person. Naps fuck me up. So same. Same. Yeah, they make me feel feel way worse usually. So unless I feel like I really need one, then no naps for me. But some people like naps. There's a lot of different strategies, but typically like just getting good nutrition is important, um, especially if I have a couple hours and you have time to like digest that and then like use it in your next game. Uh, I'm sure Flashy has like ideas too, but that's kind of like how I would think about it. Maybe Flashy yeah, I, can answer the rest. Victor, yeah. 
I think it's all about doing something because if you just wait for three hours and you just watch the games, you're going to be even more tired, right? So you just have to have a plan like before you go into the break, like what I will do in this break to like to like end, end it up on like a, a high energy level, right? So you start it like maybe taking a nap and then you maybe you can just eat and then you just watch some of the game and then you go warm up. And then you did, did something the whole like four hours, like you said in the example, and uh, and then you won't be like that that uh, low energy. Nice, Victor. Do you have um, like have you been to lands to compete yourself? Yeah, yeah. I actually participated a lot of lands. <laughs> nice. So, what yeah. what is like your CS background? I I realize I've never even asked you this before. Yeah, um, I played until late. 2019 and my best uh, placing on the HRTV world rankings was like top 25 or something so i had what some team? pretty good pretty good years there, there was a team called escape which was an international team and uh, and i played there for like half a year and we had a lot of success we traveled a lot we were uh, on minor tournaments which is uh, qualification for the major but we didn't make it but it was like really close so we had some really good moments here and there and and up until 2019, I was playing uh, like so much that I can't even <laughs> describe that. For sure. Uh, this is more of a, like a, a personal question. Uh, I guess not not super personal, but do you guys have a favorite player, favorite CS player? Oh, like do. one we look up to? Maybe not one you look up to. Maybe one that you just think is cool, or you know, someone that you've like been following. <laughs> yeah, I have one. Uh, it's Getright, uh, a nice. Swedish player. Yep, who, yep. who is a huge legend, legend in this game, and uh, I look up to him like since day one, since I cool. started playing this game. And the funny thing, um, when I was already coaching, um, I had to sub for a player, and we played against Getright's team, and uh -huh. we beat them. So with me playing, so it was like kind of like a plot twist, you know, in the story. Yeah, yeah. How, but how yeah, it was. Though? It was such a good feeling, like I can't <laughs> even describe that because you know you can look back like ten years, and there was like ten years when I saw him compete, and uh, it was like a dream to like play against him or play alongside him and stuff like that. And I managed to do both because I was in in the, the pro league back then, Fated Pro League, where I could play with him some pucks, and then mm -hmm. in the end, like when I was coaching already, I managed to beat him as well. So that's sweet. It was it was really sweet. Yeah. What about you, Goose? Uh, I've honestly never really had like a uh, I mean, a single player like in the past where I'm just like, I look up to obviously like it's a bit of a biased answer. Uh, but I do like learn a lot from uh, Alige, John. So I guess that would be my answer. But it is obviously very biased uh, <laughs> or like dating and stuff. But I would say before that, uh, I never really like focused on one player. Um, typically, I honestly don't even watch like live matches a lot unless I'm watching like uh, John play. Uh Besides that, I, I typically just, I think I would say there's teams I like to watch more so than like specific players, uh, unless they're in my role or something, then I'll like focus on that specific player. But um, typically I, I just watch whoever's good. And, nice. Uh, obviously I, I like watching like good teams. So I, I, I don't know. Right now I'm watching like a lot. I, I like to watch like Gambit and Navi depending on the map. And then mm -hmm. sometimes I'll watch like other teams depending on what the map is like nip for ancient or whatever the case may be but uh i don't i don't really have like a player besides like obviously john that i look up to for sure yeah i i love watching that tl team uh stewie was like one of my favorites when he was on c9 
Um, I also really liked Get Right, and JW, when I first started playing, was also just incredible. That guy is an absolute nut. Yeah, I, I started crazy. playing, like, I don't know, like 20, 2014. Been following the scene since then, but it was never anything, like, super crazy. But, yeah, I, I've always, like, gravitated towards, like, the crazy guys. Um, but I also really liked Snacks. I guess he wasn't, like, the most crazy. He was um, a bit crazy, though. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah, he had some crazy plays like JW. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I think like the first tournament that I ever watched JW like this is like on Dust Two, and he's he's CT and like they're about to rotate to to Cat, and so they 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 just molly like double doors, and he just like bunny hops through and like gets an off pick. I'm like, no one no one ever does this. Like, yeah, like <laughs> this the is chaotic crazy. plays. Oh yeah, I love the chaotic plays, and I think that's like why starting with like JW and ending up like loving Stewie and him just being like a ridiculous like smoke pusher and yeah it it's is always a just so fun play style to watch yeah yeah it's interesting i i really like the tl team um i i think like they're just super well-rounded and i love watching elysian naf as well i think my favorite iteration was when twist was on it because mm. he's also a great player but yeah, yeah. um really quick this is this week in CLG, and so we also have to be talking about the next week, the upcoming week in CLG. So to me, at least, the number one highlight is definitely going to be going to Denver with you, Goose, and the rest of the team. My first CS LAN, as well as my first little uh, tournament that I'll be managing players. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Victor will be in close contact as well, but just really looking forward to all that good stuff. Uh, in addition, on the 18th, we will be having Series E for Apex, and also, uh, I believe on the 18th will be your match. Uh, it's the first match of the season, yeah. I believe. Nice, yeah. cool. And that'll be happening at 6 Pacific time. Uh, also have FNCS Trios Week 3 for Fortnite, happening between the 20th and 22nd. And... Uh, we've also got something really awesome that is in the works because Nemo, our chess legend, is actually going to be coming into town and she'll be doing an in-person simul. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Queen's Gambit before, uh, but there's that yeah. scene where, where Beth like absolutely washes those high school kids. That's yeah. pretty much what's going to be happening, but it's going to be against CLG <laughs> employees and other people around the area. So That's looking, funny. <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to Nemo like absolutely clapping our employees she should play all great. of you at once yeah no that's <laughs> like that's the what scene. it's gonna be that's Indeed. the scene yeah 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 that's... that was a good movie or show sorry yeah there's gonna be like uh eight people i believe that she's gonna be playing against one of which is actually uh george hotshot gg which is gonna be crazy that's gonna be funny absolutely crazy i think that's cool because it's like the oldest, most original iteration of CLG against like one of the newer, and he is just gonna get destroyed, and I'm gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you playing yeah. as well? Uh, no, because I'll be going to Denver. I he gets the J get oh. out of jail free card. And he gets yeah. to not get owned by Nemo. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I played against Nemo for a simul, uh, like remotely, and she like, you know. I wouldn't say she embarrassed me because like she is supposed to win, but no, she made me look like I was a total noob. So that was cool. Uh, so really quick before I let y'all go, Goose, where can we find you at on the internet? 
Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, uh, which is Goosebreeder. YouTube is the same. Uh, Instagram is Goosebreeder CSGO, but, uh, and then my Twitch is also Goosebreeder. Uh, I use Twitter probably the most, and I have been uploading a lot of YouTube content recently and plan to do more, so that's where you can find me. Subscribe, y'all. Subscribe. What about Subscribe, you, Victor? Y'all. You can all find me in basically every platform under Flashy CSGO, and I appreciate all the support. Awesome. Yeah, flashy with an IE at the end, by the way, y'all. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for getting on this show. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Goose, I'll be seeing you at the end of the week, and I absolutely look forward to us winning this land and all yeah, that good should stuff. should be fun. Right on. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of This Week in CLG, and I'll catch y'all next week. Later.